0: Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to another TV Central 101 podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. The voice on Channel 7 and 7 Plus has had another big season, and the grand finale is upon us. The 2023 grand finalists are Ezra Williams from Team Jess, Taryn Stokes from Team Rita, Charlie Pittman from Team Guy, and Ethan Beckton from Team Jason. We've had three bite sized podcasts with Ezra, Taryn, and Charlie, where each artist was asked the same five questions. However, for the final podcast with Ethan Beckton, we are going to mix it up a little with an expanded podcast. This is episode 60 20, 23. Ethan Beckton is just 18 years old, but graces the stage with both confidence and humbleness. Throughout his voice journey, he has tackled Labyrinth's Jealous, James Bay's Let It Go, Lizzie McAlpine's Ceilings, and who can forget James Arthur's Trainwreck. Ethan Beckton joins me now here at TV Central. Ethan, thank you for your time.
1: Thank you, mate. How are you doing?
0: I'm awesome. Well, most artists that appear on The Voice almost always say, I never thought I would turn a chair. Now, you are no exception, although I understand that you wouldn't want to appear cocky and overconfident. You are obviously super talented um, and have a great tone. You clearly backed yourself enough to audition. Why would you not think it's within the realm that one of the coaches at least would would turn a chair?
1: Um. Look, mate. I think in that regard, where I just thought that I would have no chance to ch- turn a chair, I think it was just because I knew how good the talent was there, and how many artists, and how various the talent was within those artists. So I was just, um, I was a bit um, uh, skeptical if I could <laughs> go up against everyone else because because <laughs> of how good everyone else was. Yeah.
0: So, so what is your background with music because from listening on the show i understand you've had no vocal lessons are you telling me the guy who sang train wreck on the voice just naturally sang like that in the shower and then just burst onto the voice
1: um, well um in, in a sense i guess but um yeah i haven't had um i haven't had vocal training um the closest i've gotten to music lessons is in primary school learning how to play instruments but other than that i've learned everything off youtube and anything else
0: so so no stage performances at all or no no gigs
1: oh yeah plenty plenty of gigs and plenty of um like little local performances um but yeah just never had any formal training
0: all right tell me about growing up Uh, is it one of those stories where you you've been singing from as early as you can remember or, or did it kind of develop a bit later
1: uh, it's pretty much one of those stories where I've just been singing since I can remember. Because um, back back when I was younger, I used to be like in, in the church and stuff with my family. So I'd sing there and like little stuff like that and then choirs in primary school. And then I picked up a guitar and then I started like actually trying to get into singing songs and pop songs and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, I just took off from there.
0: So what, what kind of artists were you listening to growing up? Um, at what age, like very young or? Oh, just, yeah, young. And then, and then, and then as you became a teenager, like what kind of vibe were you into?
1: Um, I've always been into that kind of, uh, Ed Sheeran type thing, even James Arthur. Um, a lot of that, like Ed Sheeran's like earlier on music, not the newer stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've always been into that kind of genre.
0: All right, we all know that you're a like a tree lopper from the video packages on the Voice. So let's just say the Voice didn't happen. Where, where did you hope you would be? I mean, were you seriously considering music as a career, whether or not you're on the Voice, or what were your hopes and passions moving moving past high school?
1: Um, moving past high school, I, I always wanted to do music, and I knew I wanted to. Um, I feel like the voice going on the voice. It just gave me that. Um, it gave me a bit of bit more self confidence to feel like I can possibly actually do it. Mm. Um, because I, I always had a lot of self doubt myself, but going on the show, um, made me realise that hey, maybe I can do this. So um, yeah, it's it's what I love to do and it's all I want to do.
0: So so where does that self doubt come from? You can imagine people at home like they just see what they see on, on the screen, which is absolutely perfect um and know that you're super talented but um is there something that within yourself that just says you know there's still doubt in there
1: um yeah I guess so it's it's gotten a lot better since going on the show obviously I still have a lot of self-doubt in myself but um yeah it's just one of those things I guess I just I just doubt myself don't think I'm good enough kind of thing
0: Let's go through your voice journey. Um, Labyrinth's Jealous was your audition song. I understand you you would be nervous, um, but they, they really turn it up, don't they? Before you sing, you're standing at the microphone waiting to sing. It's it's all quiet. How long is that wait? I mean, on TV it feels uh it feels quite long, but in reality, it's probably longer.
1: <laughs> oh, it, it felt like I was standing there for at least 10 minutes before it started.
0: Oh wow. Um, what actually goes on in your mind in, in those seconds?
1: Um, I don't know. I was trying to rein in all of the, <laughs> all of the emotion that I was feeling and all the nervousness, I suppose. I was trying to rein it in and use it to my advantage.
0: <laughs> you said you were nervous and obviously you were, but in one respect you didn't, it didn't appear like that. Um, most people had their eyes closed and are super focused. But after a few lines of singing, you kind of looked towards your family and gave them a smile. And um, and then once you started really getting into it, and people were um, coaches were turning their chairs, you seemed a lot more comfortable. So, were you nervous through the whole thing, or as as you started singing and getting into it, did you feel more comfortable?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. As I started singing and um. As the song progressed, I, I just started feeling more comfortable and not not as nervous as I was when I was standing at the microphone waiting for the music to start.
0: <laughs> All four co- coaches turned their chairs. Uh, the crowd was w- roaring. At that point, are you kind of WTF Um, at that point, or was there a realisation yeah. that, hey, maybe I've got some talent here?
1: I think it was a bit of both. It felt very surreal, very, very surreal. Um, I, I've never felt anything like it.
0: But <laughs> for, for the callbacks, you did uh, let it go. There was some feedback that perhaps you were playing it safe um, and you started to blend into the pack. Was that a letdown after all the positive feedback you got in the audition or was that, you know, does that fuel you to take it up a, a notch once again?
1: Um, it, it definitely just fueled me to just say, okay, we got to do, we got to go better. we got to make bigger notes. we are got to just do everything better to just stand out.
0: Mm. The, the the battles um, you described, and I'll quote you: uh, "The most nervous shit I've ever done."
1: <laughs> Is that what I said?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the whole uh, voice experience would have been nerve wracking. But why did the battles give you that extra anxiety? Was it the song, or actually was the the whole duet thing?
1: Um, it, it was the song because it was just not the kind of song that I would sing, and it was not in the range that I would sing it either. But um, uh, as well as that, it was because I was going up against someone on stage, and that was the first time like actually going up against someone on stage, and just mm. I just had no idea how I'd go.
0: Well, then there was the uh, semi-finals, and of course, train wreck. Um, this is just a guess, but I'm I'm thinking surely there must have been a moment where you thought. A couple of months ago I was cutting down trees and singing in the shower and now I'm standing on top of this chair stack with fire around me on a stage, four superstar coaches watching, a massive crowd are uh, there and potentially over a million Aussies watching at home. Surely that was a surreal moment.
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. When I was standing up there, it just it couldn't get any better than that. <laughs> best, it was hands down the best performance that I've ever had on those chair stack with the fire and everything it's just it was so surreal.
0: Oh, it was a great great watch. Uh, train wreck is by James Arthur of course his claim to fame is being on uh, the TV series The X Factor UK. So he started in much of the same way as you. Does that actually give you inspiration that there can be a career after a reality show?
1: Yeah yeah definitely watching watching people like James Arthur making making a career out of themselves after being on a reality singing show it's mm. um it definitely gives me hope
0: yeah the the voice experience can also teach you so much everything from networking publicity television um how to move in in front of a camera record labels the lights even clothing and, and you know makeup what was your biggest learning curve from from the voice
1: um I feel like my biggest learning curve, uh, I think it'd be just just learning so much about what goes into the industry and like just all the little ins and outs and how much is actually behind a TV show that I, I just had no idea about. There's yeah. so much more that goes into it than people think.
0: So why did you end up picking Jason Derulo in the end, and and what have you got from from his uh, mentoring?
1: Um I felt like I just I picked Jason Derulo because hey he's just he was the he was a new coach he's he's a worldwide star. I just I felt like he'd be perfect for me um and yeah he was great to work with and um yeah, I took a lot away from him. he um taught me how to be more vulnerable and um put more emotion into my into my songs yeah and yeah he was just great to work with.
0: Tell me about your new single Lighthouse. Um, I love it. I, I like those songs that had that slow verse build, and then they just bang into the chorus kind of songs. So, what's the story behind behind the single?
1: Um, behind the single, it's um it's about just um going through a hard time with either a loved one or a partner or a family, and always just being that lighthouse for them and like being that light for other people going through hard times as well and not just yourself. You can you can perceive it in either way. It can be, yeah, your loved one's going through a hard time and you're that, you're that safe place for them to come to and be all right or it can be vice versa for yourself.
0: Yeah. It's available now, so anyone can, can jump on now and listen to it. It's a fantastic song. Um, what can we expect from you in the finale on Sunday?
1: Uh, expect big things. Um, I'm I'm really excited and nervous to watch it and see how it goes. But, yeah, expect huge things. It's going to be crazy, um, craziest one yet. But, yeah, I'm really excited.
0: All right. And as you move forward in your career, you'll obviously move into your own kind of style, vibe and tone. Was the voice fairly close and reflective of the type of artist you'll be, that, that kind of James Arthur feel, which you did say, you, you know, you do like him? Or otherwise, you know, what is your style or vibe moving forward?
1: Um, I feel like the voice, they, they were pretty, they were bang on with my vibe and my type of singing and even when it came down to clothing. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just exactly like that, just that kind of music and all that kind of stuff.
0: That's what I, that's my vibe. Oh, awesome. So where, where can fi- uh, fans uh, find you on the socials?
1: Um. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. My Instagram is ethan.becton, and um, so is the TikTok as well. So, yeah, you can find me there. I go live quite a lot on TikTok, and I post heaps, and yeah.
0: Awesome. Fans will be jumping on it. They probably have already. Um. Finally, it's uh, no secret that The Voice is pre-recorded, so you must have had this up and down set of emotions. Um, You filmed the episodes and then went through that experience, and then as they aired, you've once again had to go through those emotions as the Australian public has watched and started uh, talking about talking about you on socials and all that kind of stuff and then there's the wait for the finale um where I imagine you've had to return to work in the meantime so as a final question tell, tell me about that journey um and the wait for the finale
1: um yeah being on the show that was that was nerve wracking in itself going up there and all this going up there and singing in front of the coaches but it's also nerve wracking at home, to be honest. Watching myself over again, it's more nerve wracking to think, oh, like people are watching me now. Hopefully, they like me, kind of thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, and and now in the period I'm in, now waiting for the grand final, that's that's pretty pretty daunting. Um, for Sunday, I'm, I have no idea who's gonna who's gonna take the crown, but um. But yeah, I'm just doing everything I can to get people to vote for me and fingers crossed for it all, really.
0: When you've been watching the um, episodes, have you been a, a nitpicker? Like, have you sat there and gone, oh, why did I do my hair like that? Or I hate that strain in my face, or I hate the way I did that. Have you been doing that, or have you just been relaxing into it?
1: Oh, no, I have. De- I've definitely been doing that every <laughs> single episode. <laughs>
0: you can imagine all right yeah. well well ethan you really are just moments away from the finale i wish you the best of luck um i look forward to following your career as well um you smashed it so far so can only imagine big things ahead uh good luck um and thank you for joining me here at tv central thank you so much thank you for having me no worries at all. That was Ethan Beckton, grand finalist of The Voice 2023. You can see The, the Voice grand finale on Sunday, 8 October 2023 at 7pm on Channel 7 and 7 Plus. Well, that's it for this podcast. All the latest news, streaming reports, ratings, television guides and podcasts, head to TV Central at tvcentral.com.au. Until next time, I'm Aaron Ryan. Thanks to Ethan Beckton. Bye for now.